Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. All the way to Nugent Hopkins near wing, now to McDavid. Back door in front, toe save! Bennington's made three beauties on this penalty kill. One of the best goalies in the NHL was on full display last <laughs> night as Jordan Bennington puts on a show here in St. Louis against the Edmonton Oilers, a team that had won, I believe it was, what, 18 of their last 20 games? And right now we're going out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Greg Wyshynski. He's an ESPN NHL analyst. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Wyshynski, at his last name, W-Y-S-H-Y-N-S-K-I. We always enjoy having him here on the show. Greg, how you doing, man? Well, somebody better tell the uh, 10 players and 10 executives in our uh, poll the other day that Bennington is one of the best goalies in the NHL because they left him off. They left Jacob Markstrom off, who's been, like, clearly one of the better goalies this year. It was an interesting list. But, uh, look, man, I mean, you know, as per usual, you know, depending on which two, which two weeks you're looking at, uh, he's either the man or, or, or he's forgotten. You know what's what's interesting that you said that, Greg, because I saw somebody also commented to you on, on Twitter about another goaltender that wasn't on the list, and you had said, like, this list was done in January. So if you think that list was done again right now, and Jordan Bennington has played, I think it's, what, eight victories in his last ten games, would you put him in that top ten, or do you think others would put him in that top ten today? I mean, it's possible only because, you know, goaltending is such a flavor-of-the-moment type proposition. But honestly, again, like, you know, the consistency of this guy has always been an issue. Um, you know, like I joked about it before, but it really is one of these deals where depending on the month, he's either a guy that should be in the conversation for, you know, Team Canada's Olympic goalie or, or he's a guy that might lose his job to his backup. I mean, there's, there's no real in-between for Jordan Bennington. So, Look, I, I was I was surprised by some of the results in that poll. I mean, there were some goalies, you know, whether it's Markstrom or Tristan Jerry or, or a few others that I was surprised didn't get more of more play. But you know, I I constantly have people uh, harping at me about how I never played the game or I've never <laughs> been in the NHL and I shut my mouth. Well, then I find twenty guys that have played the game that are in the NHL and then they make their decision and they don't know anything. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. Greg, it's gotta be you and Dom from the athletic. You have to be the two guys that get the most hate tweets because of articles that you guys work on. Yeah. But the difference is, is that like, I actually, you know, put my Dom can hide behind a computer. Like he just uses a, a little computer and an abacus and says, don't yell at me. This is what the computer said. And then meanwhile, you know, my bottom line. So that's different. I should just like, I should just stop claiming that it's my own opinion and just claim that the, the war game supercomputer is, is the one that's actually making me say these things. Well, you tried that. You tried that in this. Yeah, you, you look did, what you happened. You did the thing, and you, you said, oh, no, 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 this is the general managers and the coaches and the players. They're the ones that are making the terrible opinions up. And then you, you still get the hate mail, of course. Uh, by the way, you just you, I, I think you and Alex just became best friends. We did, we did, Greg. So, we did, Greg. Uh, we, we can move forward beyond that. I did feel, Greg, as I was reading your piece, 
it seems to me like there are seven, like, definitive, no doubt about it, guys, that just had to be on this list. Like, from you say Saros up, I, I can't really make an argument for Jordan Bennington over any of those guys. It felt like right. there was a teardrop beyond that. And then it's like, okay, who do you want as your flavor of the month in the 8 through 10 range? Is that how you felt as you were looking at it? Yeah, kind of. And, and then again, like, <clears throat> the, the ones that made the list, by and large, there's some that if, if we were really going to go based on the numbers this year and, and the exercise was like, who are the top 10 players at each position in, in 2024, then, you know, you could make the argument that Jake Ottinger shouldn't be there. You could make the argument that UC Soros shouldn't be there. I mean, as, as crazy as that sounds, like that's, that's the bottom line right now is that you have some guys that are, are a bit more maybe reputation based than, than we'd like to admit. Um, and, and again, it's not to say that they're not going to rebound. I mean, you, you, clearly like UC Soros showed last year in the last, um, you know, two months of the season that he can turn his season around pretty quickly. Uh, Jake Ottinger was fantastic for most of last season, but he's just not been great this year. So it's not to say they don't belong on the list. It's just to say that, you know, if you're taking like a current snapshot of these guys, there were probably some name goalies that are on the list that probably didn't even belong on there. So, so Greg, right now, we, us in St. Louis have a lot more optimism about this team than, say, two months ago because of the way that they've played. They've won eight of their last ten games. Nationally, perspective, you look at the Blues, do you feel different about this team than maybe you did back in the beginning of January? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they really seem like they're putting it together under Drew Bannister. Um, you know, I think last night's win is certainly the kind of win that's going to grab people's attention, if only because of the, the final score and also because of how incredibly hot the Oilers have been for the last month. Um, you know, I, I, I think what was interesting about last night's game and just uh, reading some post-game comments was just how many guys of, of, of name recognition came to play. You know, you know and, and you look at the stats, Robert Thomas has been, you know, on track to, to be a star if he wasn't a star already. But, I mean, I really think this is his true star-making year with the way that he's played. Tyroo's numbers have clearly trended up since the coaching change. You know, Jake Neighbors has been a revelation for this team. So there's a lot going for them that's real good. Um, I, I can't cement them as a playoff team, despite how well they played, just because of how busy and noisy that wild-card spot is in the Western Conference, um, not only in, in, in the teams involved we didn't exactly think would be involved, like the LA Kings, but just how many teams seem to yo-yo behind the top two spots, you know, depending on the week, the Kraken, depending on the week, the Flames, you know, the, the, the Predators probably still have a run left in them. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a real chaotic finish, but the Blues have certainly asserted themselves in ways that I think a lot of us didn't expect. Greg, every year, and we're talking to Greg Amsinger of ESPN.com joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Every year we get kind of to this point in the season and we say to ourselves, all right, who are the real contenders in the Western Conference, right? And in, in previous seasons, it's kind of felt pretty obvious as to who they were, Vegas, Colorado, et cetera. And they're just so far beyond what the other teams were in the West that it almost felt like it was two different leagues that you were playing in. When you look at the Western Conference this year, do you see a significant tier break between the teams at the top and then maybe what's going on right now in, in the middle portion? How do you feel about the best teams in the West this year compared to re, uh, recent seasons? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think the top three in both divisions are on a different tier than the teams that are in the wild card right now. 
you know, I, and, and I think that you can make the argument that the Vancouver Canucks are on a different tier than everybody else. You know, through all of the turbulence that we've had of teams kind of like ebbing and flowing in the Western Conference, they're the team that has stayed as steady as possible. Their goal differential is insane. And the, the, as I've said before, like the biggest stat for the Vancouver Canucks this season isn't goals, isn't assists, isn't goals against average. It's games played. Like they're, they're five core guys, uh, Patterson, Hughes, Besser, JT Miller, Thatcher Demko, their goalie, have all stayed remarkably healthy for them in ways that they haven't in the past. And so maybe that's kind of like count your blessings because – you know, teams don't usually stay healthy for the entire run of the season. But I, if, if all those five guys are healthy and they're going, uh, I think Vancouver is shown to be the best team in the league this year. I just said Greg Amsinger. I apologize. We thought, I, I, I was don't for think Greg, Greg Wyshynski has any takes on, on Sonny Gray and what he's going to do for the Cardinals rotation. Hey, Greg, so, how do you feel about the Cardinals this year? Look, <laughs> listen, listen, man. My, like, telemarketers have butchered my name ten ways on Sunday, so it's <laughs> – at this at this point, I just I just roll with it. I can only imagine how many. Greg Wyshynski yeah. is our guest here on 101. I ESPN. can only imagine how many pronunciations you've heard in that one, Greg. A hey, final one, uh, and of course, trade deadline is approaching fast. You're going to be talking about it for the next two weeks. I think a lot of people saw the Blues as possibly sellers. Now yeah. we don't know what they're going to do. But from a selling perspective, are there names that are intriguing in St. Louis now compared to at the beginning of the season? No, I don't think much has changed. I mean, like, Bushnevich obviously is a name that you hear a lot around the league as far as players that would be interesting to acquire. I mean, his skill set, his versatility in the lineup is, is all things that, that teams are searching for. But, you know, the, the one thing about the trade deadline and the Blues that, that I always come back to is I, I think, you know, Doug Armstrong has always been someone who has been candid and, and pretty forthright with, with what temperature he believes his team is at. You know, he's a guy that has not been afraid to wave the white flag in the past to say, I don't think this team's good enough to win. We're going to sell. Um, and he's also been a guy that's been aggressive in the past at the deadline. So I, I trust that he knows what this team is. I trust that he knows what to do now that could impact future seasons and, and what maybe not to do now that, that could do the same thing. Um, but it should be an interesting trade deadline across the league, I think, Goalies are going to be at a premium. There's a lot of teams that that need to figure out their goaltending situation, and figuring it out could mean making or missing the playoffs. And then obviously with the action that we've had early with Elias Lindholm going to Vancouver and and Sean Monahan going to Winnipeg, uh, if you've got a center uh, on, say, an expiring contract or a short-term contract, you're going to do yourself pretty well at the trade deadline because there aren't many available. Greg, next time you come on, we'll certainly be asking you about the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll yeah. go ahead and get some Cardinals and Blues take in one from you. We'll, we'll do that. Uh, well, I apologize for the mix-up. <laughs> listen, as a, as a Mets fan, I can guarantee you, you don't want to know my feelings about the St. Louis Cardinals. Very true about that Touché. one. We'll talk about 2006 yeah. together. Greg Wyshynski <laughs> joins us. Always appreciate his time here on the show. Hey, man, thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We'll talk with you again soon. Anytime. Thanks for having me. See, Greg. Got it. That's Greg Wyshynski, uh, one of the best in the business. Appreciate his time for joining us, as always.